Tefano or Alterono, my hearty mind. Welcome back to another episode of Oh Yum. Oh Yum. <laughs> I reckon that has to be our best Oh Yum intro. Ever. Mate, I was feeling it. It was on another level. <laughs> I felt the energy was just really delivering to my, my soul there. And the audience. Yes, and the audience. Um, obviously, welcome back to another episode of Oh Yum. Don't do the OEM again, please. Um, uh, today we're going to be talking... Obviously, this is a podcast about different things related to youth and not really those. It's sort of expanded from our original purpose. It started off with this, like, perspective on youth, and now we just rant about everything and anything. Um, so, yeah, welcome back. Um, obviously, today we're going to be talking about, from the title, we're going to be talking about school curriculum. Um, what our personal viewpoints on the school curriculum, the changes Ooh, that are being made. it's pretty spicy. It is very spicy. Um, the changes that are being made by the current government um, and how we believe that's going to either change the curriculum for the better or for the worse. Um, yes, yeah, so talking lots about that. Obviously, welcome Chaos Corner. We're all back in the studio today. <laughs> After our last week's episode, we had like a thin version of our usual uh, hosts. So Skinny welcome to the Chaos Corner. <laughs> Yeah. Chase and Jack. Hey, Chaos Corner. We're happy to be here. <laughs> oh, it's chaos. You've seen it. And of course, welcome to Samantha. Hello. And welcome back, Kate. Our special Hi. guest from last week is now going to yep. be more of a permanent special guest. Yes. yes. So that means you're not She's an intern. Oh. She's an intern. <laughs> Wait, can you give me coffee? Yeah. yeah she's no. she's going to be classed as an intern until she graduates. Unpaid intern. That's right. It's an unpaid internship at the moment. Yeah. That's what an internship usually is. Even though she's... Are you... You're not... Who's the oldest out of you two? Me. Oh, I was going to say. Even though she's the oldest, but she's not. I'm the oldest. You look the oldest. So, yeah. it's... <laughs> <laughs> curriculum. Curriculum, it is curriculum. It is very sad. Oh, no, 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 hang on. Before what? we can begin on curriculum. And a welcome to you, Charlie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, please do follow our Instagram. <laughs> no underscores. Oh, yum, podcast. Oh, yum, podcast. No and message us if we make any mistakes that you want to correct. <laughs> from our past episode. Maybe we should go over our corrections. Yeah. Like, like, like a bad newspaper, oh, I think we, we should go I over what like we've done wrong. Editorial notes. Editorial notes. So we had a listener correct uh, case, and he said in one episode that Iran was the oldest continuously independent nation. Yep. But um, a listener wanted to correct us that actually they were practically a puppet state for the United States. And I would like to say, you're still wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and clarify that just because, yes, they had been taken over, they were still technically independent. So, um, <laughs> your point is nullified. Ooh. Spicy. Wow, thank you for that case. Uh, <laughs> so, that's today's this directions. is very sad. What hang is... on, hang on, hang on. What? Hang on. What? Hang on. Hang on. What? Hang on. I've just Googled oldest continuously independent country. Ooh. It's come up with the Republic of San Marino. And that's wrong. <laughs> because it's like that might be wrong as well. I'm, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, he, Kate, he, he uh, Case believes it's Iran. Google believes it's San Marino. Let's hear from our listener what he believes. Slash she. Good save, Charlie. Good save so you there, can eh? just yeah. say they. Yeah, they. I could have said that, but you know, makes life easier. He, so it could be a he or a she. Or Charlie, you're getting cancelled. Oh. <laughs> <You're getting cancelled. laughs> Which is another topic for another episode. Horrors. That is true. 
So we've got a new corner as well. So we've got Chaos Corner on my Chaos own. Corner. The Estrogen and the Responsible for and Mr. Hatch and Mr. Temporary name is Hormonal Horrors. Hormonal Horrors. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to Hormonal Horrors. Do you Thank have like you. a little intro thing like Chaos Corner? The HH. Hormonal Horrors! <laughs> we just look sad. Just <laughs> oh, also, talking about looking, if you want our podcast to be <laughs> We're established. <laughs> It's very sad if you're very into Latin, because now you can't learn it at NCA. You also can't learn at level one economics or accounting separately because they've been combined to make commerce. Oh, oh no. and chemistry's been Oh, anyway. Also, I also can't believe a few years ago, and my old principal had the audacity to tell me this never existed, that um, Classics used to be available at level two, and um, it they still w- is. Yeah, but I where at my old school. Um, you don't yeah, name they, they were like, no, it was never available, and I was like, excuse me, yes, it was, because my homeroom was the classics room, and it had year twelve classics on the wall. So yeah, odd little changes like that. It's very well, I'm curious. Just that our school currently does not offer classics before level three. I know, and there's so much to cover. Like, no, but the f- problem is, there's not enough, like, space. I think you can say I'm not enough smart people. Well, well <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, come on, I'm not going to say that. Known for its intellectual bodies leaving this region. Well, yeah, take Charlie, for example. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, that's what I mean. It's like, it, us in this room, we are, we are merely, merely a sample of Hawke's Bay, and it's not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> we discussed this last episode without... Did the we? audience involved. Did we? Yeah, leading up to last episode, we have the representation of the three different sectors of our society. Oh, no, three different sectors of our society. We won't go into detail. <laughs> yeah. But no, it did happen, Lucy. Okay. It's a little inappropriate for this podcast. Uh, it was. It was all about diversity, really. Oh. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this in. Yeah, I had to. I knew yeah. you so what's the big deal with curriculum? Is that, you always say that to get the show back on track. So what's Just the big deal with podcast episode? Obviously, curriculum is, any education curriculum is a very integral part of any society mm. um, or any nation. Well, it depends if you like education as a society. Yeah, it depends. Well, education, even if it's one-sided education, is still education. And that might be integral in, to ensure that communism remains in the Soviet Union. So Communism. education or capitalism remains in or the United capitalism States. Capitalism remains in the United States, exactly. So you know, propaganda education is a very important tool for ideological reasons. Oh, of yeah. course, when it comes to quality of education, that is what we're discussing here in New Zealand. And our own experiences is, you know, well, Students. four of us are graduating at the end of the year. In case you've got a little bit more maturity okay. in that area, held back a year. Failed, you know, held back a year. Admittedly, we've had experience with the current curriculum, but. I think the new one comes out for the next... Couple of years. Yeah. It's being rolled out. Mm. So, let us talk about our experiences with the curriculum nowadays, how we feel about the curriculum, and then we will move on to the new changes as well, because I believe that's important that we talk about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, experiences... (laughs) What are some of your issues with the curriculum as it currently stands? Oh, you guys are very outspoken. Because we know place. Samantha, if anything, um, won the speech finals for Year 13. Well done. That deserves an award. Um, on a speech about how the curriculum squashes creativity. 
Pretty much, yeah. Um, like a bug. Like a bug, yes. Like the cockroach that was on our wall last night. Um, what? so... It's <laughs> actually funny talking about, well I had a white tail spider crawling up like the diagonals of my wall, and it was very, very traumatic. Just <laughs> <laughs> thought I'd share that little pep talk. Don't come to my mud eye, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, shh. Anyway. Yeah. Alright. Um, Sorry about yeah, this, man. No, no, we'll get okay. you back on track. No, it was my fault. I talked about a cockroach first. Yeah. Um, so basically, I found, especially at level three, it become the curriculum becomes incredibly restricting, uh, unnecessarily. And it turns out I'm not the only one that thought this. Um, I was talking to my drama teacher about it when I wrote the speech, and she said, "Oh, have you talk been talking to so and so?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "Cause she he said the exact same thing." And I was like, "Oh," and it's like. <clears throat> You know, my main thing was um, with speeches, it was becoming a sake of speeches for the sake of speeches. And nobody likes it. I found that my original speech um, wasn't working because the teacher kept saying, you have to have facts in it, you've got to have facts in it. And it was not a speech about fact that would, facts um, would fit into. Wait, let me finish this point, I'm almost there. So, um, I ended up scrapping that speech and running a speech on how awful that was. And I found it, I found a fact in spite of that, which was that 77% of the population have a fear of public speaking. But yeah, we're forced to do it anyway. You know, Ooh, it's um, a bit ridiculous. So, I don't know if it's like, because like, I've had a completely different experience. Mm. There's only two English classes in level th uh, year 13, yep. and so I'm in the other one. And so I don't know if it's a different teaching style or what, but we had no <laughs> real restrictions whatsoever. It was like... I'm just gonna mark you. However, like if it's good, it's good. It's not. So, it's not necessarily the marking. It's what we're made to do as well. But is that like on a teacher basis? Because like what it sounds like in our in our difference is that it's just like a teacher and like their. Way I think of, it depends on the subject and the teacher mm. and how they teach it. Because although it's the same curriculum, it can be taken in many different ways, and you can miss on like misinterpret like it. Yeah, it's, don't don't do that, Jack. It's like some Get vague <laughs> words that the teachers are given, and they're like, right, so this is what it's about, and how they take that can change. Right. Yeah. yeah, but it is like the curriculum as a whole. Like I've spoken to a couple of teachers as well it's who quite... feel like it's it's not giving them enough um, air, like space to work with the students either to create different branches. So so even the teachers are getting restricted, and it keeps keeps getting worse. Do you think there needs to be like looser kind of then? kind of because like, I guess just like allow from the educational perspective you'd want yeah. people you want the skills, skills right yeah, yeah you skills, want the skills yeah. but you want them to be the you context. want the, yeah you want the context to be adaptable I don't think the skills matter <laughs> maybe no, not no. A, maybe not a level three but a uh, little bit lower down maybe yes. and I can see that potentially because speeches have been a part of the curriculum before high school. Usually it is yeah. me that you're expected to complete Which, a speech then, and usually a lot of those core skills hmm. you go over. But what I'm meaning more is how you, well, you reference the fact that you wanted to do a speech and you had an idea about a speech that you thought was good, but the curriculum restricted you to include things like facts. But sometimes facts are not integral to a speech's meaning because it may be no. a speech that's coming from the heart. Yeah. It doesn't require facts to it, back up its importance. You know, and if you're, Don, if you're yeah, Donald it, Trump, Boris Johnson, you don't want facts no. in your speech. My God. But no, so did this <laughs> original yeah. speech change from... Um, I was trying to talk about how, like, finding your true home, like, like where you belong. experience yeah. for you. Yeah, how you find your true home. And it turned into a speech about travel, the mm. benefits of travel, which is not what I wanted I'm at already. all. 
going to sleep. Yeah. You heard it and you heard how pompous it sounded. It was awful. It was. It seriously was. It really was. And definitely, um, probably checked all for the a speech for maybe if you exactly. were talking at like a tourism event. Right? Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I had some. <laughs> not really for there was well, some... what Samantha wanted from the speeches. You know, I yeah. don't think it conveyed what she. But there were some merit speeches in my class who they didn't have. You know, like this is a fact. They mm. just like talked about personal stuff, like you, and they, you know, like did fine. But it was the fact that we were made to feel in such a way. Yeah. You know, because that's the issue is that, um, and I remember my teacher when I when I did the new speech and they were like, see, like if you hadn't had to write that speech first, you know, you wouldn't have never, you would have <laughs> never created this. And I was like, but the point is I shouldn't have had to go through that traumatic experience. I was, oh. I was crying writing that speech and our principal came over and he was like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah. You know, I shouldn't have had to go through that to write this. Especially at a year 13 level. Yeah. You know, at, at a point of time where you're moving... Most of us are working and, you know, we've got a lot on. Mm. It you know, not becomes... meeting necessarily... That's definitely an element in there. Definitely. But I was sort of alluding more to the fact that we are transitioning away from the sort of structured curriculum. It becomes a lot like, more looser. Especially if you're moving on to, like, university studies and stuff like that, where it really becomes about your interpretation of something mm. and being able to back that up with facts and stuff like that. But when it comes to a speech... In terms of the how it should be marked, I've never considered the the importance of having facts in there as a making up a good speech because you could have facts in a speech, but it could be absolutely terrible in its delivery. And I feel like the delivery and the emotion and the the tone of it is the most important thing, because regardless of there being facts there or not. Because you yeah. again, you look at Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, they've never even looked at a fact fact in their entire life. It seems Let alone like put one in their speech. What it's become? <laughs> well, make your own. The curriculums become like. Well, what what boxes are you ticking? What boxes mm. do you have to tick to get a particular mark? And you need to get all the ticks in this box to move up to merit and then to excellence. And those skills are not actually... You're not learning those skills. No, it, what it's what you're doing just, is you just have to do them. It doesn't mean like, you're learning those skills. And in some subjects, you can almost memorise things. You don't have yeah. to learn things. You just need to know what to say. Like some teachers are like, oh, here's the first sentence that you're going to want to talk about. And they pretty much tell you what you have to write to pass. And it's like, well... What's the good in that? See, I've I've learned some valuable skills though, um, with regards to English, with writing essays, and like that's really like I've been able to, you know, like trans uh, transfer, tra yeah, transfer um, them over into different like subjects, and so like, I'm grateful for that. But I know that's not a curriculum thing. That's just mm. one teacher, teacher being like. Yes, let's learn how to write essays well. And well, like the teacher, the, 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 the three of us had last year was amazing. Yeah, Crafer. like just the the way that they shout. Taught. No, shout out to Crafer. He was yeah. he is god tier of a teacher. He's amazing. He really was. Shout out to Crafer. Yeah. You know yeah. who you are. Yeah, you, you know, know who you are. are. No, but genuinely, <laughs> um, <laughs> made such a difference, and that is a thing. But also, with there is issues in the curriculum, and loads of people have said that. You know, what's available to teach, in what context. And I think those issues are actually worsened depending on the teacher as well. Mm. Mm. So, Case, what about your perspective on the curriculum? <laughs> you obviously are year 12, you haven't quite reached the year 13 level. Oh, well, still, I mean, you're yeah, stun sort of stunted, really. Mate, I'm in the same social studies class as you. Shush, we don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> what do you think you need to get ahead of again? Please, do. Share your perspective <laughs> on the curriculum as it stands now. 
there's definitely room for improvement. But I think like when it comes to because I was thinking about what you're talking about and how like all the restrictions and just ticking boxes. It's like when you look at things like scholarship English. There's none of that's there, and it's just solely marked on that's what I mean. yeah. how good you write. Mm. Is the essay good? Did you, was the point getting across? It allows you to craft your own. A lot of these scholarship subjects are actually about okay, they give you the resources, they give you a pretty open ended question, yeah. and then there is no right or wrong. You okay. just write. But it's show your three, NCA level two, there is right or wrong. It's so almost like it the restrictions for scholarship where you get given money are more open. Than those of level three. Okay, to but one. but think about the people who, the like the majority of people in an English class mm. who are forced to be there. Think about, you know, is the curriculum made for them? You know, so they can pass and so they can. Yeah, you know, I agree that at some point you need because you I, need I, to I think that people. scholarship is scholarship because it's like for people who it's are about motivated. Individuality. Yes, it's it, working it's out a, who you are as an individual. It's not about the majority of like school people to try and do. It's but you don't have to take English at level three. Most students no, take No, you don't, but level two three. is compulsory. Yeah, yeah, but not a lot of level two students would take a scholarship English anyway. No, no, but I'm saying that the majority of but like, students... So, okay, so now, so you're talking about compulsory subjects, and I, I get what you're saying there, but English at level three is not a compulsory subject, so it doesn't have to necessarily bend to what level two English is all about with structured <coughs> curriculum in order to get people to pass. Yes. But it's pretty much not a compulsory subject, exactly it shouldn't same, have yeah. to be all about let's make people pass. It should become its own thing, you know, its own creativity and creator it, rather yeah. than a creativity repressor. And if it, it was now. restricted to compulsory subjects, how come in level three, when things are not compulsory, they're exactly the same just a step up? <laughs> it's like <laughs> the and, exact and same point, curriculum. Pointlessly a step up as well. Like yeah. they suddenly introduce oh, I things. Pointless. No, I would. There oh, are I certain there are certain things, things where it just changes all of a sudden without warning. And they're always telling us, oh, it's only level two that matters. You don't really you know, you need level three, but they're not going to look at your level threes. But they suddenly just switch it all up and they put you under unnecessary stress. And it's just not right. Mm. Like critical you know. text. Yeah, I, oh, I really oh. struggled with critical text, not only to just understand the language of what it was just asking viewers, me. Uh, listeners, critical text is an internal, I believe, in English. Yes, Little so you have English. a primary text, say a novel, then you create an argument. A, you create an argument <laughs> based Smart around choice, other yeah. people's arguments. You find other people's essays on the same novel and then write your own essay about what they say. So you don't understand Which why. is it's, scholarship it, at... No, uh, no it's not. Is, no, no, it's not. I'm saying it is. That is like scholarship English is not. No, I'm not saying. No, I mean it's scholarship. It's like university work. It is a lot of uh, looking at someone's argument. The early stuff at university. Yeah, is a lot looking of, at someone's argument. Yes, is a and you regurgitate yeah. it. No, 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 no. Uh, early university work, you don't do that. You're not expected uh, to I write think your it own opinion. On the degree course. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just, like in politics at the moment. They're like. Sadly, we don't actually want your own opinion. You just need to write well about yeah, but all that's these other politics. People. Politics is no, all about other people's opinions. No, it was the same thing for philosophy. Um, the early years of philosophy, you are just yeah, but would you, but, but with that, would you be too. finding so looking at someone's argument and creating your basis of your argument from what they're saying? Because this was you created your own argument, then you had to search through the bloody internet looking for other people supporting your own argument or going against it, yeah. and then having to have a minimum of two, preferably four of different sources saying for and against, yeah. and nothing's on it. So you had to, we had to take stuff out of context 
to make it work to what we wanted it yeah. to set. Yeah, so I people weren't even saying that. So it was like, what is the point of this? Because it, it doesn't make a sense. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. So, yeah. And I, so like last year. Just yeah. about last year. Yeah, but last and they year. gave they also gave us like a week to do this. Mm. And the amount of time it takes to find that research was just too too oh, much to do in I, such I, a I little space. I got it explained to me wrong too. So yeah. I was like, I, didn't, I had so to go the whole class did. But yeah. Last year the research reports were different because it was you would choose a topic, you'd have a hypothesis, and you'd find information around that. But this was, you had to find specific, like, essays on your specific text. And it was incredibly difficult. It's dumb. You good there? I don't know. You've got a little whisper sesh. I know, I just heard it over the podcast and I was like, a little gossip there. I was like, mm? turn it up! <laughs> Get it on the podcast! What were you gossiping about? I, okay. No, okay. I, wish I, I wish I knew, but I couldn't hear him. No, I was just asking what teacher he had. Oh, right. I'm glad I answered right then. <laughs> Who do you like? <laughs> totally see where you're coming from there, um, Samantha and Kate in our corner over here, which I forgot your name, if I'm being honest. The Hormonal Horror. Hormonal Horror. It's a temporary name, like those temporary profile pictures. It could change. It might it not. It could change. It's yeah. very flexible. But it could. It changes I thought you said pigeons, and then I realised you did <laughs> The homing pigeons. <laughs> That's what we are now. We're the homing pigeons. The hormonal pigeons. The hormonal pigeons. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Anyway, back to curriculum. Please. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yes, I believe that, and speaking from subjects, I don't take level 3 English, so I don't know about level 3 English. I, did, I hated English, that's why I dropped it, because I felt that it never allowed us to, you know, I always wanted English to be where you chose your own text to talk about. Rather I did than, that. Rather than a teacher choosing your text for you, and I really I really find that difficult, because the text that they always used to choose always the worst text in the textbook. Um, mm. in order to study. So I dropped English. But the subjects that I do still have, they allow a lot more of your personal opinion. But in terms of the, the structure and the skills that you're learning for each of the subjects, there is not a big jump between Level 2 and Level 3. I'm specifically talking about NCA uh, Level 3 uh, social studies. There is no difference between the Level 2 internal assessment requirements Actually, and to is, the Level there 3. Is. One there is a small increase. Comprehensively. Okay, it's yes, literally maybe a change in one word. No, it goes from like analysed to comprehensively analysed. No, no, that's not... Not, it's just a bigger version of the one that we usually did because remember we did one on Kwapakoku and level one oh, and then yeah. bye bye plastic bags. Oh. Those are technically campaigns. They just changed the wording, and then we did a but, bigger we did a bigger topic yeah, and exploring small. campaigns within that. Topic. Yeah, I actually I didn't mind that internal. I didn't mind. I, I'm not saying I didn't mind it either. But what it felt like was it felt like that, there was no point in actually taking level three social studies because, because it felt it like it was exactly thing. the same. I mean, the, uh, you but, weren't learning anything yeah. new. And then there's. Then there's the opposite end of the scale where we went with history and it was a complete different style oh. in the way of teaching and the assessment. We were told it was going to be um, perspectives, which we've done every year, but yeah, usually you write flip. from the perspective. This was looking at people's perspectives mm. and there wasn't actually any warning about that. So it was a little bit like, yes, I'm learning new stuff, but not being... You know. So there's no what what I've always viewed as a perfect curriculum. If we're going to talk about utopias here. Oh God. But what do we Because they in? exist. They don't yeah. exist. Um, all, why do we always come back to them. utopias though? Because we always come back to utopias and dystopias. Because we always hypothesize a perfect world. No, but because I don't think no. <laughs> 
What do you, what do you mean, no? I disagree. <laughs> I, you I don't just... want a perfect world. No, I don't think He wants possible. a dystopian hell. No, I think that if we had a perfect world, we would still be sad. Because the thing about life, in my opinion, there is, is a tyranny in the no. womb of every, every utopia. utopia. Oh, I agree. We can't ever reach utopias no. either as humans because no. And I think it's about flawed. balance, and I think that's what we should strive for. I think we should strive for interconnectedness and balance, not a utopia. I'm not yeah, saying that we should strive for utopia. We're just trying to come up at, with a hypothetical utopian yeah. education system. That's usually the where you think, yeah, and then system. you come with the balance from that. You have yeah. to create. We the can't even reach that. But this, this would be a goal because it's never going to work like that because yeah. you can't get consistency across the teaching workforce anyway. So let no. alone trying to get a curriculum, you know, consistent across every school. But much of what I believe a curriculum should be about is that each level represents. You know, a, a different form of flowing internal up towards university level work. Mm. Starting off with, you know, basic skills for essay writing, let's just take English for example, then moving on to some of those more com complex but yet, you know, still fundamental skills within essay writing, the more like extended abstract and stuff like that. And then level three, really getting to that sort of personal voice and allowing you to sort of open up and pick your own text to explore a certain topic that's been set by a teacher. But I think you'd see a lot of people leaving school because a lot of them would say, <laughs> Hey, you have two English classes at level three, correct? Yes. Most yes. of those people in there wanted to take English. Most of the people that didn't want to take English and that felt that they weren't that good at English dropped out like myself of that class. Well, yeah, so that's the So thing because it's say. not a compulsory subject, no, it shouldn't be bending to the idea that it needs to pass everyone. It should be becoming its own entity. I'm not sure what the... Um, Hormonal horrors groups over here. No, well, I, I don't. I don't think that's very inclusive. Is what I'm saying is that the problem is is that we need to. I don't think for... it's inclusive at the moment because what you're doing is you're actually crushing the creative students that want to blossom. Right, and because that's and your it's not perspective, to. because you're a very different student to a lot of other people. Yeah, you know, but I, that's. Yeah. But you can't. You can't say that it's inclusive by repressing the creativity of the many students that want to take that subject and no, want to grow with that. The subject. sad truth is, is that we have to you know, nurture the majority. Which I disagree is in a non-compulsory subject at level three is a majority of the students in English classes want to do English for the reasons that, you know... But also with that nursing the majority, is that actually a good thing if the curriculum is just robotic, making robotic mm. answers? That's that's well, not that, nursing the that majority. The that's of, crushing that everyone. That was the purpose of school. Originally. Yeah, but it doesn't have to. Just yeah, it, it doesn't the purpose, have to it be. Have to still be no, it doesn't have to be like a factory no. where you are churning out the same bloody essay. It should be learning the same skills in a way that the majority can understand, but allowing them to use themselves to create that context for themselves and putting themselves into it, not yeah, just yeah, be like, do the... this, that's it, you know? Yeah, because that's almost that's the way that it currently is. is. That is. This is what you need to say to get achieved. Yeah. This is what you need to add on to it's that. It's robotic. It's it industrial. Is. It's, it's an industrial-sized factory churning out moulded students that are exactly the same when they arrive at university and they all get a bloody shell shock when they mm. realise actually we've got to be a little bit more individualistic now. We can't all be conformed to this idea that there's achieved merit and excellence. You've kind of actually got to get down, get stuck in, do the work and you have a little bit more of creativity which I feel like that students actually don't really know how to handle. You know, you've always been told you've got to write about Handmaid's Tale at Level 3 English. You've got to write an essay about that. It has to be palais paragraphs. Once you get to university they don't teach a palais. Um, at university, I've they still want good essays and they still want good structure. Good essays, yeah. yeah. Good structure. And palais but... is definitely a interesting form of that. Um, but in terms of once you get to level three English, it should be moving away from basic skills, which are usually pretty reinforced by that time period, and start to actually start to blossom with individual texts to a written topic, like scholarship English. Hmm. 
and uh, but not everyone goes to university, and so that's if not you it. are that's doing Scottish English, that is a great opportunity if you are wanting to go to university. And those skills, I yeah, I yeah, but it's not yeah. just that. But you should be taught individualism anyway, even if you're not going yeah. to university, because yeah. the point you should is, be, yeah, you should be made to, um, you know, allowing you to have your own opinions and your own thoughts and your own view, whereas. And your the own choices. Yeah, mm. the the curriculum sort of says you have to do it this way, and you have to either agree or disagree. And who says that's right? The government. Yeah. And who says they're right? It's the state. Yeah. And we do. We vote. Oh, I was going to say, and it was really we There hasn't been a major education reform since the nineteen eighties when Tomorrow Schools was introduced, which was questionable in its very uh, existence. No, I think we need reform because. We're a changing society, and well, if it hasn't been since the 1980s, speaking major. Of reform, reform is coming next year to MCQA levels 1, 2, and 3. Book now at 0800. I'm just going to give up on that. Yeah, what? <laughs> There's reforms coming to the education system next year that's going to completely wipe the curriculum. From now on, all subjects will have two internal achievement standards and two external achievement standards, and there's only going to be four total papers. Ma. There's also a combination of some subjects at level one, Latin's out the door, Um, they're combining accounting and economics to make commerce, they're combining biology and chemistry to make some new science things. What? What? No, why? Why? No. Well, ask Chris Hipkins. We can can interview Chris Hipkins on the show. Will there still be those choices? You know how... Your teachers normally choose the assessments, but um, even then you can say, oh, no, well, no, no, I no, want to no, do... No, no, there's no more choosing of assessments. There so you always have going to, to do four. the two, you the have to do the four. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's what they're, they're taking down the standards that the cho- teachers can choose from, isn't it? It's so like usually these what would happen in the current um, state... Oh, she yeah. was saying, they're dropping this, this, and this, so I've already got these. That's going to ruin drama. Because at the moment... Yeah, like, that's one of the ones that's losing all of them. Yeah, because drama is set up in a way, at least at our school, where you have... And I think it's really kudos to the teacher who runs it for setting mm. up in a way where there is so many options. Mm. Where it's, these are all the possible standards. What ones do you feel like picking? And then you can choose to do those. Because mm. like, um, you might prefer the whole idea of script writing and character design as can, instead of acting well, and actual characters. Sort of... And it provides that by having so many options. It provides. Mm. What options. I like about that is that's very university-based. Because at university, usually you'll... Let's just take a major and an arts degree as classical studies there'll be a number of different papers within that sub you know topic that you can talk about different elements it'll be talking about classical rome classical greek you know the classical languages theology all of these different avenues which allow you to explore niche areas that you feel passionate about in order to improve it's always about demand though isn't it if there's not enough demand in a subject then they're not simply not going to be able to provide as many like different classes as they want we're not um, talking about different classes, we're, we're talking, talking about, about different, different standards. That's that's what that, I mean. I'm using that's the what university I mean. as... That's what I mean. If you've only got, like, one class in New Zealand that's taking this one paper and you've got... Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm, that, not, I'm not disagreeing with the dropping of subjects that are not in high demand, but we're talking about drama, which is a huge subject across New Zealand. Yeah. All subjects are only having four standards, which I think... Okay, we'll take compulsory English. Every student in New Zealand has to take English at level one and level two. Now that's only got four papers instead of the usual and six or seven. The majority only do those... Yeah, 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 no, no, because some schools pick and choose. Yeah. Some schools do compulsory speeches at level one English, some don't. Mm. Some do the research, some do the um, connections essay at level one, some don't. <laughs> some do the rant. Some do the yeah. rant it's at level one. It's sort of changing the diversity of schools because 
like diversity. The, yeah, <laughs> the reason why you go to different schools is because you look at what they're showing, like what mm-hmm. they, they have to offer and what they do in those subjects, and you base pretty much picked on those. Yeah. And then if they're going to change it, then all the schools are going to be pretty much the exact same. So mm. I suppose in a way that is okay in the fact that it all mean if you're moving schools or stuff, it's yeah, just there'll be going yeah. consistency. Yeah. So there's a bit of consistency um, there, but it takes. A but again, you know, are we are we going to take this idea? Are we are we catering for the minority or are we catering for the majority? You know, most people aren't going to move schools in their time. Wait, so there's only going to be two internals. So two internals and two externals for every single subject offered. So they're going to have to, because like in Te Māori, we do a total of five internals. Yep, in economics we do a total of like six internals. But what happens if you fail at one of these Yeah, that means that yep. if you fail a single internal, you basically can't fail the year. Yeah, I think each of them are five credits. I'm not sure. Yeah, so Some of them are four like credits. If you can't do one in there's twenty credits overall. Um, but you're able to. Um, you can reset it. You can resub it. Well, that depends on the teacher, though. Like we know teachers at our school that don't mm. allow resetting yeah. of certain things. What for achieved? For achieved, yeah. And if you just, it's up to the it's up to the jurisdiction of the teacher. If you're yeah. if you're failing miserably, yeah. they're not going to offer you resub. But if you're barely, if you're just you know just before crossing the line, they'll offer it. And well, we know that from our experiences. Like yes. What they're changing is just. Making just gonna ruin it. They're making well, the idea it harder. was is that they had a lot, and a lot of teachers are really angry about this. Is they had a lot of achievement standards. There were yeah. hundreds. Like you look at drama, there was about like twenty. Yeah. And there was a lot of inconsistencies. We'll take the history curriculum for example. A lot of schools ended up not offering. So for the externals, there is usually two papers: a sources paper, which requires you to study sources and then write all answers about it, and then an essay on a chosen topic. Most schools chose not to do the sources paper and only the only the essay, in order to make it easier for students to pass and get an excellence overall. And so Auckland schools were getting a lot more excellences because they chose that, versus rural schools that did both papers adding more stress. Mm -hmm. So now they're requiring all schools across New Zealand to be consistent, so there is consistency in the grades. I can see like that fair, like I think that, again, it's coming back to the skills, is make sure the skills are taught, but allow freedom within that on how they're taught mm, yeah. you know what I mean because I, I do think that the sources are important especially in something like history oh definitely but just make sure it's covered in a way that works for you and you've got options with that so that you can tailor it to the class as best you can my issue is taking a very equality over equity approach yeah which we know equality was a big thing back in the 80s but we know nowadays that equity well, personally for me, I believe equity is for equity something. Is fairness, right? fairness mm-hmm. between all fairness. groups. Giving each group the you know what they need in order to survive equally. Pretty I much. have a teacher friend <laughs> uh, who works with my mother, and she's amazing. And she was talking to me about this. So basically, she was saying that like in her classes, she, we were having a little moment. So like, equal would be like everyone is standing at the shore. And there's a boat a kilometre out, and you have to swim to the boat if you want to live, right? And continue your class or whatever. And it would be equal for everyone to just take that test and do it. However, if you had one kid who was like, say, never swam in their life or anything like that, and they were set at the same task, yes, it would be equal for them to still be in that situation where they have to swim to the boat a kilometre out of shore. But then you don't But it wouldn't be fear. Yeah. It wouldn't be fear for them. Yeah. And what I feel like as you're kind of alluding to, I feel like, is that what NZQA has now done is they're trying to set up a situation where it is equal, but it isn't fair. Bingo. Because, yeah. like, 
And drama, at the moment, there are so many standards because drama has so many things to encompass as one subject. Mm -hmm. There's script writing, there's character design, there's acting, there's directing, and that's for just then. And there's makeup. And there's makeup. There's There's so many things that drama as a subject encompasses. Uh, And if you want to take drama because you love script writing, then what you're going to have to do is you're just going to have to end up being in a situation where you have to act, even if you hate acting. And I completely agree with you, and I feel like this is with a lot of subjects, it's actually what we're going to see is we're going to see a product that starts at year 9 and works up to year 13 on this new curriculum base. It's not necessarily going to have enough skills in order to do things. Think about economics. Currently at level 1 you have about 10 internal things Mm. in order to cover equilibrium, microeconomic concepts, macroeconomic concepts, trade. There's so many things in economics. Producers, producers, consumer theory, equilibrium theory, you know, um, marginal utility. So many things. So many things. Box that down into two internals. You're not going to have to cover. And add accounting. And add, yeah, because they're combining economics with accounting, which are two (laughs) completely separate things. One's managing money and like uh, small money or Mm. big money on like spreadsheets. One's managing how consumers and people work together with people that make things and understand how a country runs. And yet they're deciding to combine that, which is just ridiculous. And And as the token token economist on this show... (laughs) I, yeah, no, I think it's insane. Um, because now what you're going to have is you're going to... We have a situation where, yes, the curriculum needs to be fixed. But it doesn't need to be equal, it needs to be fair. Fair, it needs to be fair. And for some students, when we turn back to drama, drama, having those different avenues, allows them to pick something that they yeah. feel comfortable and feel like they have the ability to mm. pass, rather than being boxed into something. And that, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Like, we don't fit in all of yeah. these boxes. And if you mm. don't feel as though you are enjoying what you're doing and that you are not capable or not up to a standard, you're not going to succeed as well as you could. It's... I bet you what it's going to end up being is it's going to be like the situation in social studies where all subjects have two internals, two externals, and as you go up in levels, it's just going to be the same thing over and over again. I have a hot take. With a okay. couple of Okay, here's Jack's so, hot take. Hot take. This is not my Devil's own opinion. Devil's advocate? It's not my own opinion. Do with our chaos corner. Okay, the government, Socrates. the government is doing this because we need more trainees, and so if we can create a school system that is creating... Uh, boxed in academics then that's good because we'll get those people to drop out of school we can get more traders, we can get more houses built so people will be a little bit more happier we don't have to worry about all these people who are educated uh, you know, not as educated as others, we'll just no. put them into the trades. Um, but then what happens if they don't go to the trades? They drop out. Yeah. They find yeah. gangs. They, die they the find hole, problems. That's fine. The well, no, because that's going to cost the government more because they're going <laughs> to pay more. Because we've still got the housing problem and you can't... Tradies who want to be tradies will leave school and become tradies. Mm. You cannot box people. Again, that's boxing more people into a box. And there's because no, you're, you're and forcing yeah, and why can't you be And there's no point trying to force people into a tradie job. The government would never it. do that because they know it's just only going to cost them more in the long run. I was joking. Hot take with Jack. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this changed the curriculum. We need more hairdressers. We need <laughs> do more we? uneducated. Do we? Um, we like need more builders. Not we need more plumbers. We need more but there's no point forcing people into it if they're no good because you don't want bad plumbing. I disagree with what Jake just said even if it wasn't their opinion. I feel like... Uh, I'm going to take that idea and I'm going to propose what needs to happen is good, uh, please do the NZQA and the government need to focus on educating people in a way where they feel free in what they're doing and have options and then what you have is you'll have people and they'll know what they want to do and people might yeah. want to be hairdressers I reckon and you can be you can be a tradesperson and be educated 
That's like a yeah. clear. I reckon fact. they need to get rid of NZQA and can replace it with something completely new that allows so you don't have so to do standards. Which, so currently, no. you think about the trades, okay? Plains you think right. about the trades. We said a lot about like um, we create a society where we nurture a person so they can go into whatever job yeah. they like. Is um, he bringing philosophy into he's this? He's bringing bloody philosophy. Oh, he's bringing in. bloody philosophy but into it. The chaos corner loves philosophy. But no, but this is a fairly recent. Um, concept because what, Plato? No, no. <laughs> the concept that um, you know we have individuals and we can go do yeah, things no. we want rather than need. You know, because like, the thing about education is that it should be about choice. Like in year nine, you get to choose like a mm. lot of subjects. You get the but choice. that's only at Tauranga High School. Is it? Yeah. No. Other schools. Yeah. Other schools just Tamatia, force you. Tamatia, to it should be about I know Sacred Heart forces it's you to do something Because at the end of the day At the end of the school day Oh do they? Day, they they, they make it. you do like Māori and art and stuff no, no 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 no. So the difference between that school Is that they made you do Every single option So you'd had a taster of it <laughs> Yeah Then you would choose it And I preferred that Over what you guys had I think Where you just chose from the get go Because if you chose something You didn't no, like it No we only did it for a term though In year nine so. Yeah, but still, you're stuck you, with you that. We of, no, but you had you to choose to seven, yeah. so you're sort of forced to choose the majority of them anyway. Because yeah. they're only like we, eleven. We on, just on we just went rotated through them. Then at the end, like because there were two two groups of it. So there but that's contradictory because you you said don't box people into boxes. Uh -huh. but here you go forcing people into like to do subjects that they know that they're not good at. No, no and here they are. Them, them, but no, 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 but like hang on, hang on. So they can make the choice. Finish my point. All right. What I'm saying is that you're forcing people into a box. Now, imagine you go into a class like art, and you know that you're not good at art. You knew that when you did tech options at intermediate. You you're knew that you're not good at art. You're forced to do it. You're forced to do it. How is that, as a learner, supposed to you know uplift you to feel like that you can actually do something in a school environment if you are not doing well, well in a subject that you know you're not doing well, but you're still forced to do it? Uh, That's putting people into boxes. I, I think to that point that... You have, to be, you have to be put in a box to know that you don't fit. Yeah, because yeah. like, at year nine, what well, the, po good. the point, that is, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, you have to find out whether, like, there were some of those subjects for a lot of us who we didn't know if we were going to like or not, or we liked yeah. the idea of them. Like, there were plenty of people going, ooh, French, and then went, oh, I don't Mate, like I did trades you know? in year nine. <laughs> Look at me. I did trades in year 19 and 11. But I feel like giving people, I feel like if you're giving people, like, because it's not for a full term. You're not in no, there for a full I, I, term. No, I know that. But the way that Tarot did it, I believe, was better because it still allowed you to have some form of choice if you definitely knew that you didn't like a subject. But like, I definitely you... never picked up trades. I would have hated to be forced to do trades. But the minute I would have walked into that class, I would have been like, nah, this is but not we have very... But here I am having to do it for a goddamn term. Like, that it's would just that be... Long. That is deflating. I think, I think to be fair... We, I hated trades. We can, argue, I hated an we can argue the concept, but... To be fair, this probably works better for a smaller school like Sacred Heart. Yeah. Oh, it probably does for a smaller school. Yeah. Have, it has to work. And I think yeah. that, I think that with both, you, you'd have compensations. So if there was something that you really weren't happy with, you could probably just go to the principal and yeah. be like, yeah. look, but I, I actually really am not enjoying this. Can I do something to fill in better. the time instead? Yeah. You know? Um, but, and I guess also, cause, yeah, it because, is a small school. It probably doesn't have the resources. probably doesn't have any more than that many. There's only 300 students there. Oh yeah, in 2018 we had less than 300, we had 280. And also, like there's eight. the fact that... That's like a year group of If you're coming in for the first year and you're like, Oh, I absolutely hated trains at my old school, there's no way I like it. Then there, there's still the mm. possibility that it happened to be a like the teacher or the facilities or something there. Yeah. And then you come into a new area 
Because in year nine, when you're coming into a new school oh, I know, I with new options, I definitely trust me. I definitely knew I was again, not a hands-on person. It's, it's, <laughs> I definitely knew I wasn't going to be a plumber. It's also the case of you can never please everyone, and we always do have to, you know, mm, acknowledge yeah, we'll that. that. I think yeah. I think it's good just for the first year to have yeah. um, either a, a multitude of options where you have to do heaps of different things. So that you get an idea of what you want to do. That's but I don't think it should continue to restrict as you much later as on. I like. Don't th- don't think intermediate. Oh, I thought that was it. As much as I don't think. As much, yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, oh, as much yeah. as I th- like think intermediate was worthwhile, like uh, not worthwhile. worthless. It was good because it was a time of your life where a lot of people are wanting to expand from. Um, primary school and they try a lot of different things and it, it turned on to me do you remember the like PB4L things oh peanut butter for life no it was it was with me again on this podcast I do not want to go back to that time period that was a traumatic period that's because you guys chose Taradell we were at do you know Taradell High School my grades were like this at primary school this at Taradell this at high school it yeah. was it was devastating. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I probably did actually. Tomatia was great. Well, apart from the whole six people not let us sit. Or other than that, other than that. Other than that. No, weird, but the concept yeah. of PB4L was, was that terrible. you were no that you tried new things, and that's all I think intermediate was worthwhile for <laughs> the education. Not so much. People, no, no, people for our, it was the badges that wanted you to try new things. The people for our was like being respectful, that, being a learner, yeah. being a blah blah, being yeah, a well, We just that's... had PB for L on the walls, they never used it at our intermediate. Did we? And yeah. teachers used to be like, don't because wow, my Jack, year seven teacher was like peanut butter for life. You're a learner, here you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the um, badges that was supposed badges. to make you try yeah, like you tried. Do you know, I did so many things in year eight, never collected a badge. We had gave up on that badges. I did like production, I did like all these things, I just like never collected the badges. orange. I probably had like uh, twelve sitting there. Ready to they go. were like the tokens or something, and you get get them for sure. Tokenism. I never got them, so I don't care. <laughs> I got I got my blues. And then Does it exist here? <laughs> yeah. It's a good question. There were the yellow ones for relievers, the orange ones for main teachers. So dumb. there were a few other ones. I don't remember what they were called. Intermediate was the biggest waste of time. Let's be honest. Ever it was Everyone knows years. that. Although, did you guys have prep where for two weeks you had your own business, like oh, the whole school turned into a, a town? No. <gasps> See, you should have come More to our one. Did one of those. You had. You should have come to us because we had basically an economics. We had economics. We had. Hey! Economics. Yeah. Was you, I was you, an economist. <laughs> I should have been there. Yeah, you you ran your own business. Charlie, we didn't have classes for two weeks. You, you ran your own business. Nothing. You met with a group. You had to come up with a product design. You had to come yeah. up with something. Yeah, I could have done and then you had like two days of just selling products. Dude, I was in the radio and advertisement group in it. Didn't like it, but yeah, I still what was had it. We, we had a like little show. radio. What? We had a whole radio thing. You had a radio station. We had a TV show. We had a radio as well. We had a TV show. We did. Oh, Digidale. Oh, oh no. Oh, that sounds horrific. I remember being the director for one of those, and I like ordered people around. I was like, right, we're gonna make this like it's some sort of like Downton Abbey film or something. That reminds me of e- Capital, Capital E, whatever it's called. In oh, yes, yeah, I love so them. much fun. I got to be great. I know, no, it's, it's funny. Well. See, and I think we have to give credit where the starting curriculum at the moment is quite good because obviously when you're coming in, I think what needs to happen for a successful curriculum is you need to start off with having people try everything. Mm, you've got to have so the that they know everything. What they want. And when I say everything, I mean just general stuff. Mm. So no. have, have them going from place to place until they know. And yes, there may be situations where they're like... Uh, and I mean when they're younger. 
so that when they get to high school, they know I want to do these. I feel things, like that should be something. That That's should... something you do yourself. It's something no, you yeah, take no, into I agree. I agree. Not I if you have the opportunities no, no, no. to. Yeah. There should be opportunities. I agree, yeah. but I don't think you should be forced to try this, this, like, and this. I'll give I you think, a, that's I, your I think what Tarot did well is that they didn't. They didn't like give you hundreds of options, and you had to pick three. They gave you hundreds of options, and you had to pick a hundred. So you had to pick a majority of the options anyway. So you just ranked yeah. them from best to worst. But it meant you could cancel out ones that you knew from intermediate when you had to do wood tech and yeah. you had to do sewing and all that. And I just went, nah, 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 because I knew that I was just not good at that stuff and I didn't enjoy it. No, yeah, so same. how much, like, I I, as a year nine, this is such an important crucial stage. You've just arrived at high school and this is the beginning of one of the most This is why things. your intermediate should be part of your high schools. <sighs> I reckon they should just exit. Junior yeah. high school, senior yeah. high school. Make senior high school university style. Oh, I think just a um, primary mm. school could just be. Primary school's great. Primary school's great. Primary school's great. Okay. I reckon, I reckon I the, the changes in primary school from what it used to be back in like the 1800s to what it is now needs to start flowing into high school a little bit. We need to see I some changes because yeah, high schools are still exactly the same as they were in Prussia in 1893. I think we need to see a better connection between the different types of school because... You go to primary school and then it's you just get used to how it is and then it completely changes for intermediate and then it completely changes yeah, again for high school. Yeah, that's weird It's so here. much of a divide between the different curriculums and how they work. Mm, yeah, so no they need to be they better always, connected. Say, oh, intermediate's no preparing you for high school. No, but it's not. It's completely different. I was thinking different. about it. You know, sometimes when I'm Two bored, I'm hell. just waiting for the bus or something, I think about random things and one of the things... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm be, just imagining like some sort of like video of just like filming Casey's just like, this no. is a man who's thinking about life. No, I'm I a do. casual man what? who does casual things, and this is a casual day in the casual like life of me. Like yeah. A V dub goal. He goes on the bus, but only if he drove drove a Volkswagen Golf. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But like, I'll just be sitting there, and I'll and I'll be like, oh, what, what do I do? And I'm like, I'll think about something. And I've thought about what would the best school be? How would I design a school when I've gone through intermediate and I've gone through high school? Not primary, you just skip that? Yeah, well, I didn't care about primary school. Yeah, primary's it's pretty primary's good. Primary's alright, as yeah. it is. I loved it. it was good. Intermediate, for me, would be set up in the same way where it would be connected to a high school and you would run on the same system. So, like, for example, if Taradao Intermediate and Taradao High School, Taradao Intermediate would have you changing classes with teachers who know their subject and are passionate about their subject. Because mm. if you think about it, intermediate teachers are primary school teachers that are supposed to teach things that they really don't. Know yeah, yeah, yeah. About. And there's stuff there's like too many subjects. For there's them also to the problem that they get just like intermediate teach. teachers get it so hard in comparison to high school teachers in some ways, where it's like you have to teach all the subjects. Yeah. You don't get to separate. You can't do something you're passionate health. about. They have to yeah? teach sex ed quite a you know. There's so many different things. Yeah. When it would be it's far more effective to have a teacher who's passionate about a subject. And I am confident there are statistics on that somewhere. Look it up. Well, right. I think what they should do is let's just take Tarot High School as our school for example. Okay. Let's create take over the wait, intermediate. Wait, 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 pause. Let's now as a podcast create the ideal intermediate okay. and high school together right also, now. Can, I just, can I also just point out just before we get into it how funny it is like look at Tamatia and Taradell the intermediates and high school share a field but aren't connected in any yeah. way I, I feel like it's a missed oh, no, opportunity I yeah no it's just so funny to me how you've got this, this literal strange. field that you share and yet you're like 
Yeah, and it's like, you're not even allowed to go on their half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the ditch? The little yes. ditch? It was like, you're not allowed to go across <laughs> the, the ditch. It was, no man's it was, land. It was, it was like this. And it was like, that's the border. And you're we were like, that's the border. We sat like the US and yeah. Canadian, like there's Mexican no, border. Yeah, the yeah, red no, the wall. There's no EU here. We don't have free travel borders. <laughs> <laughs> no Schengen area for these schools. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, ideal intermediate. Okay. I feel that for Teradot, we'll use Teradot High School. Yeah, Teradot High School and Intermediate together. Intermediate. Teradot High School takes over the Intermediate. The Intermediate represents a junior high school. So it's Intermediate, the first two years of Intermediate, so year 7 and 8, plus 9 and 10. Those three years is the junior high school. Now because these two schools are interconnected, yes they're separated because they're over in the Intermediate. But what that allows them is allows them to, you know... Work with their it's own peers, but also has the same sort of passionate teachers that we had. So, at what high if school. you're a year ten doing uh, um, level one subject? What you just walk? I reckon they should get rid of that. I don't think they should excel people, unless it's like really needed. Because I think that well, I, I've unless you excel being them excelled. in all the subjects, no. they okay. So, you what, what's your? Experience oh, I think for some excelled? aspects of it, yes. What's your experience being excelled? Okay. Um, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. But I think it no. should be based on the performance within individual subjects. I agree. Yeah, because yeah. I was excelled as well, and my accelerant class, we were all forced to do level one history. Yeah. And there was only like. My friends actually wanted to do it. And you Adios, only got Grace. excelled if you could pass in maths and science. I got yeah, so, and then yeah. it just. It was just. Too... I remember one of the first thing. things you said to me when I started at Charitable. You were like, I regret being excelled so much because it's messed up my credits. It really messed up all of my credits. So now I'm like half past the year, but not really. I always found it so difficult seeing like maths and science students excelled in so like in social history, so, but then me in like doing level uh, year ten social studies like part, like top of the year. Almost. Yes, I found that annoying too. And then not being excelled. But what I found was that you had to just like talk to deans and you just had yeah. to like put it onto yourself but some people like year nine you get immediately excelled some of those people that did not deserve to be there and they just should pfft. you should you be excelled yes. or if get you're out. should yeah. you be expelled or should you just be expelled. given excelled I just think they need excelled. to be better at excelling or just excelling. given the next year levels work but not put in that year levels class but I think like, you can no, make no, this no, work it's, it's, it's I reckon, good to I reckon you can make this work with junior high school though because I reckon you could have teachers that are dedicated and have a couple of like you have a level one class in each of for each of the subjects in level one, yeah. you know that students take. So the you do like ones. level one history, and then you just excel everyone that did really well at year ten. Yeah, and you exactly. just have some classes in but the junior high school. Because getting level one, if you have why huh? you just have level one teachers over there as well. So they do like a oh you can just walk over something. Like well, you can just walk okay, over okay, there, okay, exactly. okay. If we go back to the ideal situation, it we're boring. creating the best one. Uh, first off. Destroy all the We're going to do this in a minute. Yeah, yeah. We have a minute. We have a minute oh, to do this. Oh, gosh. So what they should do is, because you'll have year 7, 30, year 10 to see what subjects people excel in, then you can decide based off all their work who deserves to be excelled in which subjects. Because mm. for me, I was I was really good at math. Like, I went into year 9 at a, like, year 10 advanced Ooh, level. So that's <laughs> why I got excelled. I'm not good at science, and I'm not good, and I wasn't good at, so like, the humanities. So because I was good at math, I got pushed up in the See, other two I was two dog subjects. trash at math. And so I never, and in science, I, I, I did I not do well. I actually had the opposite. I was good at humanities and science, but really, really bad at math. So I pretty much failed being accelerated at math. I took level three stats a year early and pretty much like so close to failing it, but excelled in all the other subjects. So it just depends. But you mm. shouldn't I have reckon... to be forced... 
with the mu- the multiple subjects. Oh, you just yeah. need to be pick and chosen. Like yeah. what I think it should be based on individual. Most subjects. psychologists now agree, and most education experts that students should not be grouped by year group necessarily, yeah. but more by ability Little. within a certain mm-hmm. subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, um, and usually, and actually, at year seven and eight now, they they started teaching all of the high school subjects. So social studies is taught now, maths, mm. English, That's and good. science my, is all my taught. My mother was infuriated and. Um, like, she found it incredible that we weren't taught history at intermediate or even in primary school here. Well, now that's changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when we came over, she was like, what? That's why I got sent to a Catholic school was because I got no... I didn't get taught about Christian religion at all in our society because our society is built on it in quite a lot of ways. But yeah. I had no that's knowledge of it. Western society yeah. is Christian society. I had no knowledge of it at all. That's why I got sent to a Catholic school, not because we're that's Catholic, but to podcast. learn... Mm-hmm about our society's roots. Society. You know, and I actually found it very interesting. Oh, it was yeah. one of my favourite subjects at one what, point. What, religious studies? Yeah, it was. Oh, I've always wanted to take I it. I was talking about classes, an atheist. Mm. I looked at doing it actually. Oh, I can't stand doing it externally on VLN, though, because it's always oh, so no, disconnected. That's a whole nother... Because yeah. I can't talk. I've got too much to talk about I know. I know, I know. We need to do like a part two, uh, maybe. Our, our next, the next episode that we do on this should be all oh, the Yum's ideal school, the whole podcast. We, yeah. we should dedicate 55 minutes to build, building, building, not only a school, but also a curriculum as well, yes. mm-hmm. in conjunction to work with. Yeah. This is our next prep. Next this is our prep. Our Yum prep. Next episode <laughs> may be our Yum ideal education system for New Zealand. There we go. And Why we'll not do it. call it we All Young Builds a School? Yeah, All yeah. Young Builds a School. <laughs> That's good. And the template will be Teo Dao Intermediate, Teo Dao Let's do it. Awesome. And I'm keen. Thank you very much for listening, listeners. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening, listeners. <laughs> oh. oh, I've got a power challenge here. Um, thank you very much, listeners, thank for your you. continued support. Thank you, Remember to check out the podcast. Send your ideas for an